All right. Hello. Welcome. Hello, everyone. How's it going? I am SolarBase15, here with my good friend Zareth. Conquest is dead, and we actually have a sort of light week, other than that nasty thing called Territory Battles. Uh, how's it going, Zareth? I'm good. I actually, uh, Territory Battles, I what I did today was I just donated 10 in every platoon thing, and then I don't have enough teams to actually do anything, so... So I'm just I'm just gonna <laughs> deploy. <laughs> that is the exact same thing I did. It was fantastic. I loved every second of it. <laughs> yeah, it just broke all my. I'm like, oh, sorry guys. Uh, yeah, ugh. but I filled the platoon, so you didn't have to. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, I'm the real hero. <laughs> <laughs> oh uh, man. No, uh, you you and I were just saying though. It's funny. Like so, we have this galactic challenge and. It's not necessarily like the hardest thing ever or whatever, but it's kind of annoying. And, uh, you know, the conversation was kind of like neither of us enjoy the old Republic having to fight them, especially the ones that like require uh, the galactic challenges that require all droids. Cause yeah. uh, we don't, we don't have a galactic legend that's a droid. Um, and that's why God invented the galactic legends, of course, is to make galactic challenges not have to be annoying. So, uh, I would like to, I, I just, I would like us, I hope our next, maybe they'll make like a be bigger, better version, uh, for our next Galactic Legend of Sorty. Oh man, that would be fantastic. Like just an updated, we'll have like a mega Sorty, like she'll just be like, <laughs> she'll literally be a ship as well. It'll be epic. <laughs> so when did she become Palpatine? Um... <laughs> Somehow, uh, Sorty returned doesn't sound quite as <laughs> <laughs> scary. <laughs> it does not. <laughs> Everyone's like, uh, oh my gosh, shut up, please. Yeah, everyone's like, what the hell is wrong <laughs> with them? Um, yeah, so um, how about CG finally realized how to make us spend money this week in a way that is friendly to the players and CG. Um, this this Nisa and Rex additive drop event is like brilliant from them. Yeah, I uh it's been really good. And it's it's kind of weird because I know we talked about it too a little bit, but it, it's a little bit like they these things aren't necessarily the final piece of what we're going to be getting anyways. And so we'll still kind of, they're, they're trying to get us close. They're trying to get a big part of the community close enough to just bridge the gap with dollars at the end, I think. Right. Yes. No, that's, which I am okay with. Because my biggest complaint about all this has been um, four marquees equals literally the most expensive GL to unlock first day that we've ever had. Um, yeah, for us at least, yeah. Right, right. It, for people farming six months from now, it's not as bad. But people trying to unlock first day, it's, it's really expensive. So them mm -hmm. adding this event to get us closer is fantastic. It helps the free-to-play get closer as well. And... It helps them get more money because all the dolphins that wouldn't necessarily spend to 
you know, soft whale or unlock through shipments are now probably spending 20 to $50 to make huge progress on them right now. So, you know, which is a fantastic um, savings if you're a spender, because normally it's 200 and what, $80 for the two of them. If you're soft whaling, if you can spend $50 and get them both to six stars, like it's, it's a no brainer, but it's, like $50 per person that CG is making an extra profit because it wasn't going to be spent before. I mean, bravo, CG. Like, bravo. Yeah. It's, it seems like it's pretty pretty strong for a lot of people. And it's it's an interesting thing to think of how they've twisted my mind to think that it's a, hey, this is player-friendly to have to spend extra money on things. But... <laughs> Right. But it is. I mean, it kind of is, is, though. Yeah. <laughs> because it's going to save me. It's going to save me a ton of money. So it might not be for the people not spending money. It might not be. But for the people that do spend like this is saving us like, literally one hundred and ninety dollars or no, a two hundred and thirty dollars. That's this event is saving us. Yeah, uh, so how how close are you to farming the two characters? Because I know that you, I, I went, I went the light whaling direction with Rex, with C Rex. Yeah, is everyone the community just gonna start calling him Crex? I wonder. See, I would, except for there's literally a school in Connecticut called Crack, and so writing it out, I will absolutely say C Rex. Talking about him, I can't say Crack. Hmm. <laughs> That's fair. Um, yeah, but I how are you so doing I've, on this? I've been farming him, you know, the the old fashioned way, the free to play way, and I didn't completely ignore him for this event, but I mostly ignored him for this event because I've had more time farming him. I already had him at five stars, so I put my full focus into Nisa and. I should get her six stars by the end of this event. And with double drops, I, I might be able to get Rex close to six stars. So that means I'll only have to farm 100 shards apiece for them by the end of the double drop event, which isn't bad. It's yeah, that that's not bad at all. Compared to where I thought Nisa was going to be. Like, it's fantastic. Yeah, I, I, it's way accelerated. I, I a little bit wish that they would have done it for Scout Biker, Scout Trooper, whatever, and Nisa instead of C Rex and Nisa. Yeah, just on a, on a, a just a selfishness level, though. Honestly, it's let me just focus on Nisa, and I, I've been doing all the way through the one hundreds, not the two hundreds, on the refreshes on my main, and she. I think by the time. Tonight is I'll be really close to six stars on her, yeah. so it's not it's been pretty good. Yeah, that's um my my new plan because my old plan was to get frustrated and curse a lot and just get Leia a couple months later. My new plan is I have Nisa and Rex at six stars, so it shouldn't take me more than a month to farm them the free to play way. Then I'm go I need to hope hope that either scout or drogan hits cantina because that's a three-week farm and then soft whale on one of them and 
I mean, I should only be a couple weeks behind as opposed to, you know, two months behind. Yeah, well, it's all it's all coming down to when is Drogon being released in relation right. to when right what when Leia is being released and when can we even pay for him? Because it, I feel I think that Boosh what wasn't Boosh put into, I think that if I remember correctly, they made Boosh available in shipments way earlier than they normally would have. Yes, so you buy for crystals. But then they delayed her farming release for a little longer than people expected. I actually anticipated this discussion. Look at me on top of my game. So I pulled up the dates. So she was released on 9-9. She hit shipments on 10-5. And then she hit um, farming on 11-9. So the sh- hitting, she hit shipments a week earlier than we expected. Her her actual farming was within like the expected window. It actually fell yeah. directly in the middle of it. It's just mm-hmm. she hit shipments one week earlier, so it made the her actual farming feel later, just because there was a bigger gap. But um, yeah, so that's that's how she worked. Yeah, that that makes sense. That that goes about what I remember, and. Of course, every, everyone who was just going to farm off of nodes were frustrated because it felt like it was taking forever. And right. in reality, it, it's just a pretty standard window. So well, how 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 close are they going to follow this with Drogon and also with Scout Trooper? Like what we talked about earlier today, uh, just you and me, about when... You know, they, they're going to potentially make one of these two in the kit, put, put one of them in the cantina. Like, which one do you think they'll put in the cantina? I would if, bet. If you had to bet. If I had to bet, it would be Scout Trooper. And they'll release him before the event goes live. Because when the event goes live, everyone's going to be desperate for the, the signal da- data. So it's mm-hmm. the perfect way to create that block is to put Scout Trooper there. So that would be my bet. I you know if they put somebody in cantina, <laughs> who knows if they do? But right. If they do, I would say it's going to be scout trooper, and then Drogan will be the hard node farm, um, to try and get people to spend on him. That that would be my bet. Yeah, I I just want to see the kit. What what do you think? I, I agree with you. Actually, I, I think that that. That won't be either of them won't be surprised. Honestly, it won't be surprising if they make both of them hard node farms. To me, I, I won't be sure. that surprised. Uh, but I, I I think if I had to bet, one of them will be Cantina. And you know what? CG seems like they've they want us to spend all the money. I I wouldn't be too surprised to find they put Cantina on Drogon. I wouldn't be too I, surprised. Right. I, I just think it just makes too much sense. Um because you create that natural block to the the main source of relic material and what better way to get and the relic or the signal data is not cheap to buy so if you're going to create a block on shards or the signal data to me it makes sense to create the block on the signal data um so it, it just it makes sense to me to do it yeah i i think so Here's a, a an interesting perspective on on this whole farming thing. 
well, so you haven't been getting droid brains because you don't have either Nisa or C Rex, right? Seven star. I do have Rex seven star though. So I've been getting droid brains, and so it's felt a little bit like I'm in a really competitive territory war guild for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. Yep. It's felt. Uh, it feels good, man. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's pretty stupid. No, I it, the droid brains have been nice. I've never really, honestly, I've never. The only time I've ever felt limited by droid brains, and this is just me. This isn't me projecting to other people because I know that other people in a different guild situations yeah. and stuff. But for me, uh, droid brains have always been at a perfect flow for what I want. Like I've never felt like I'm at a crunch. The only time I did was when Darth Revan and Malak were both required for Leviathan. I was a little bit like, I bought a couple of the shipments for them. And that's, that was the only time though. And otherwise getting these droid brains, what it makes me think of, and I don't think did they released the, the whole, uh, all of this stuff after our last cast is that that's correct. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So we didn't talk about it. Uh, it just, I, I don't know if we need to follow the tunnel right now. We can, uh, if you want, but the, I mean, if, I know I blow the horn every single time, but it's like, they're, <laughs> they're starting to devalue droid brains a little bit. Like this is the first time they've ever given any of them to anyone for kind of free. It's not free because it has a Captain Rex price tag on it. Right. But it seems like they're starting to throw droid brains out a little bit more. Well, so droid, uh, yes, they are. They absolutely are. Um, I still don't think R ten's coming soon. By soon, I mean by the end of the year. Um, yeah, I I thought for sure we'd have it by the end of last year. So I was, <laughs> I I I know I know that I just. I I don't think I'm capable of not find, seeing something and saying relic ten. Right. <laughs> I think I just <laughs> I'm just bought into it for whatever stupid reason. My subconscious <laughs> is like, nope, it's coming. It's <laughs> it'll be any day now. <laughs> you are the boy that cried relic ten. Um, I, no, I I do think yeah, I, I do <laughs> I do think that they're coming. Uh, or it's coming. I should say. I just don't think by the end of the year, or if it is by the end of the year, it's like literally their last update and then they're going on vacation. Um, And the reason why is they have started to make R9, R8, even R8, R8 has been made a lot easier to get to as well, but they've started to make it easier, except for they threw two legit grinds in so even if they put R10 in today, right, the the Uber whales are going to start applying R10 immediately because that's what they do. But the rest of the game is just going to completely ignore it until they get Leia. Um, so I don't think it's financially advantageous for them to give us R10 until people start to unlock Leia. Yeah. Uh, well, I I think that's what makes the the Endor raid so such a good place to add Relic Ten if they're going to, because 
then it's like okay now we have to get we, we get a we got a farm relic 10 now how do we do that well we could go get this cool hot new galactic legend uh yeah yeah no i that's why i think and i i think the endor raid's not coming out until i think it it probably gets announced in november with an actual update in december um you know they said they said fall god they they used that word fall um which immediately got everyone to be like endor raids coming out in september everyone um i i think the Endor raid is either announced or released on the anniversary, which I think most people have sort of fallen into line with. But if you look at like the C pit and the GAC changes, there's a history of uh, the major updates happening two two weeks before the uh, year ends. So my guess is if R10 comes, it's coming in that two week before the year ends time frame um right and that, that's pure speculation and every time this year we've said well they did it this way in the past and then they they've done it completely differently so i could be completely wrong there at the same time but i it wouldn't surprise me if that's how it plays out i, I feel like they're under uh, so when when I was when I was a teenager, I had this job at a grocery store for a few months, and I, I hated it so much because I was a clerk there. So basically, I, I was a bag boy. I was a cart pusher. I was all all the things. I got to do this thing called facing frozen. It's the worst job in the world, uh, <laughs> where you just like literally take things that are in the back of a freezer and put them up front, so it looks like you have a ton of stuff. So it oh, looks yeah. nice. You blocked the aisle. I worked in a grocery store for six years. I know. <laughs> and I I hated I hated it so much. And the thing that I hated most about it was I I had I think like eight people that could tell me what to do, <laughs> and they all just and sometimes I didn't. And they they made a lot of use of it. And <laughs> I would I got in trouble like three times in a row when. I was doing something for one of them and the other one said, stop doing that. Go do this other thing. It's way more urgent. So of course I'm going to listen to the one that's right in my face. And and then I got in trouble because that person who's in my face didn't bother to tell the person who I was doing something else for that I was supposed to be doing that. And I, so eventually I just quit. I I didn't come in on Thanksgiving day. I was like, I, I, I know I wasn't like professional, but screw them, man. <laughs> I still hope all, every one of them was all eight of them were miserable as hell from that day. <laughs> I hope they remember that day even now. <laughs> On their deathbed, they're going to be like, Sarah! <laughs> I know. <laughs> I hate you. Yeah. <laughs> I hope that's the case. Yes. <laughs> uh, but I, I feel like CG is sometimes like that too, honestly, with with uh, how many people they have to take orders from and how many things. And yeah. And so when they say things like, hey, a new raid is coming, it's at the end of fall. And it's I, I think that it's very possible that they work on it and they make it, you know, it, it's pretty nice. Like the crate raid, other than adjusting our rewards, which uh, granted was a pretty big deal, the crate raid was... I don't there wasn't a ton of bugs right like it was mostly good there, there were a few bugs yeah. but mostly a, good, a decent release and yeah. I I just have to wonder like they maybe they 
spent a lot of time and effort on the crate raid. Someone allowed them to do that. And I just don't know what we're going to get with end or escalation. I feel like one of their bosses is going to be like, no, we're just have a hard deadline. We're pushing it out. I don't care what <laughs> kind of what what steaming turd we release. We're just going to do it. And whereas other people might might be saying, hey, let's actually make a good product and have a good release. I'm curious to see what ends up happening there. Cause I feel like yeah. it's a tug of war sometimes. And you that's part of why we can't predict anything they do. I uh, yeah, that and that's <laughs> it's completely it. Um I they're they they are the servant of many masters. Um that can't really can't be denied because they've got their own bosses in CG, then they have EA, then they have Disney. Um, so their release schedules, I'm sure, are effed on a regular basis. Uh, I think, though, and we don't say this enough, they don't want to put out bugged product. Like, I've never met a developer, talked to a developer that's like, yeah, I got this program out. It's so bugged, I'm so happy. Like, it's, it's, usually, right. it's usually somebody up top that was like no release it but it's bugged i don't care i mean look at every like triple a release before baldur's gate this year um so I, I i agree i think that they they would gladly put it off until it's fixed um or until it's perfect but unfortunately if disney says hey that ahsoka show is wrapping up can we uh can we get this raid afterwards cuz we want to do the next Endor era or time frame show, we're we're stuck doing it. <laughs> you know, so we'll see. Mm -hmm. I, I think I think CG's plan is the anniversary is when they want to announce this. Yeah, I I I think that that's their plan. And I, I would hope, of course, that if if they for some reason can't get their for some reason their product isn't up to snuff that they would actually take the time to get it up to snuff but i i almost do think they're just viewing the anniversary or something like that they have a hard date and maybe it's just yeah. gets released then yeah we'll see i yeah. i mean they do they do need a december get you to spend event uh, because it's think about C pit, GAC changes, Star Killer, Omicrons were a December thing. Um, I think announced in November, but came out in December. So we're gonna get something in December. Like that's we're going to get something. It's just a question of what at this point. Yeah, that's a, that's a good question of what that's going to be. You're right. There's usually something. What was it last yeah. year? Was It wasn't Afro, was it? Last year was... Let's see. What well, came out in December of 2022? Uh, yeah, it was Afro. Because it was Hondo was farmable, 1130. Um the murder droids were 1214 and then Sana was farmable 125. So Afra was the lead in to Afra. And ter oh, um territory battles came out in December. Has it really been almost a year? Yeah, because hmm. remember we did we had what was it two or one territory battle 
that um, before Grand Inquisitor came back. Um, that's why that's why Cogtrol was one month ahead of our guild and your guild. It was because we had one or two that came out before uh, before Grand Inquisitor came back, and he came back in December. Okay. Oh, that that's fine. I guess I don't. Yeah, territory battles had to be released before Afra, I guess, or after yeah. Afra, a little bit. Well, no, they they were a little before bit after. before Afra. Yeah, we just couldn't run the missions there yet. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um. Yeah, I wonder what yeah. it's gonna be. They they need to announce that soon too. I guess if they're gonna uh, they're gonna give us another. I don't mind if they if they want to keep giving us little legendaries and stuff. I've I'm good with that. Hey, what are your thoughts on is Afra ever gonna be required for stuff? Because right now there she exists in this weird place where. None of those characters, not Afra or the droids or Honda and or Sana, any of them, they're not required for a single thing, uh, other than your enjoyment of the game potentially, or yeah. or a couple a couple nodes and territory battles that aren't vital. Yeah, I don't think I don't think that she's ever going to be. I shouldn't say ever. Ever is a very big word. Uh, I don't think that she's going to be required anytime soon. Hmm. Just like, I mean, Starkiller's not required for anything. Yeah. We oh, we, oh. we don't talk about that because he's so good, but... Yeah, I mean, Dash is required for stuff, but you're right. If everything else is just kind of left out, you're right about yeah. that. Yeah, um... And secretly, I don't want Afra required for anything because I won't have Afra on the alt for quite some time. Uh, I know it, it keeps getting pushed back. Yeah, because because it can, uh, because it's not required for anything, and she's good. Like I don't deny that she's good. I'd rather have her, but if it comes down to Leia or Afra, Leia wins. If it comes down to after our Jedi Knight Cal, right now Jedi Knight Cal is going to win, so yeah. Yeah, I agree. I don't I don't think that there's a reason to farm Afra right now, other than if you really like GAC, probably more GAC than Territory Wars, because there's a lot of Omicrons in Territory Wars that just shuts her up. Yeah, yeah. In GAC, you have you have a little more wiggle room on what you choose to delete with her and the murder bots, but and in five v five, Hondo's usefulness is still there, but not not nearly as prevalent as in three v three. He is definitely a three v three. I mean, I would call him a three v three monster. Quite frankly, uh, yeah, he's, he's fantastic in three v three. Um. He is. He I can I couldn't believe it. It on my alt was managed to delete a full ad red team with him. <laughs> nice. I didn't I had lost hope and then event at one point, yeah, they popped their alt and everything, and then he eventually just killed them all, killed the whole town. It was really awesome. I was like, Oh, I guess we will win. <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> um it's fancy. Yeah, no, I 
God, I, I think, well, I told you in the chat that one of the chats that we're in, um, that I faced a sorty Hondo with VIP L3 team, and he just destroyed my team from stealth. I could never target him, and um, he just he ramped up, and I couldn't kill him, and he could easily kill me. Uh, <laughs> that was awful. Um, that sounds awful. It's like you're the fish in the barrel. it really was uh real quick yatesy with a big raid thank you thank you and welcome everybody um welcome to the stream guys to the podcast nice uh yeah uh all right so we talked about the additive and double drops one thing I, i and i've been wanting to talk about this all week is um god all the people that are setting Vandor Chewbacca with Tarful because they have the Wookiee level nine and then they're setting him with grit and not realizing that he will never get prepared if he has grit and he's not on a dash team. <laughs> and it it has made me laugh. Every single time, I've now faced it four times in one week of people setting grit with Vandor on a Tarful team. And it, it's always Tarful, Vandor, and uh, Zalbar. And you can just ignore Vandor because he it's impossible for him to get prepared because he gets prepared by recovering protection. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. It is, uh, it's made me laugh a lot. It's a little bit sad. Yeah. Honestly, I I don't Okay, so I I like grit and I think it, it's got it's got its uses for sure. I think I think I like the other one. I like the ramping one where they ramp their defense and give foresight. It is so obnoxious. It is. Though, you know what um <laughs> So, I faced a Kersantan with the the reduced damage one, you know, when you're oh. over 50% mm-hmm. turn meter, and Jabba has a reduction of damage in his kit. And it, I have pictures of Supreme Leader Kylo poking Kersantan for one damage. Literally just one damage. Um, You'll get there eventually. Right. And <laughs> it was Supreme Leader Kylo, so I just had to hit him once, once he had less than 50% turn meter. And, you know, so it wasn't a problem for Kylo, but that's going to become an issue for other Wookiees. Like the CLS, you know, CLS, 2PO, 3PO team, um, garbage. Like Grit on that team, I'm, I'm sorry. Well, I shouldn't say garbage because it stops Gidme. But, like, Dark Trooper just rolls over that team because Grit does nothing to help Dark Trooper um, or stop Dark Trooper. Right, to hinder him, yeah. Right. Like that would be a great place for the reduction in damage based on turn meter because by the time the troopers start to go, Chupio has over fifty percent turn meter, and you won't be able to kill him. Um. So right. you know, I I do think it, it's funny. There's there was a podcast question that we've already sort of started talking about about now that we're a week in, have our 
ideal crunch changed it all. Um, and that that is probably up on the list for me of the the damage reduction. It's it, it's really good. I did JMK with uh, GK and Cat against the Lord Vader team. You know that the the Lord Vader Maul Thrawn team that's a pain in the ass. And I had Jedi damage reduction, and <laughs> GK took no damage at all from anybody, uh, it, because he was about to take a turn. Thrawn fractured him. He had over fifty percent turn meter, and they just couldn't damage GK. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Lord Vader's like Thrawn. I told you not to do that. <laughs> right. It was. <laughs> Lord Vader, he's on his second ult and he's, you know, using his middle ability, which is usually high damage, and it's doing no damage at all. It did like 11k, and I was like, eh, sucker. <laughs> yeah, that's really funny. Um, So uh, that that Kron, I honestly has moved up the ranks for me now that I've seen it in use. Like, Jedi Foresight is still stupidly good, and I'm having a lot of fun with it, but some of the other level sixes I've found useful as well. Yeah, I I think I think that the the damage reduction one is something I've been sleeping on as well. I think I rolled one toward the end of of conquest, yeah. and I I was like, oh, I'll, I think I'm gonna keep this. Actually, kind of surprised yeah. me, but yeah, I I think it's I, I think it's pretty good, and the it's been a really interesting thing to see people interacting with the the new Qui-Gon uh crons oh, yeah. uh the the Qui-Cron uh, <laughs> so to speak like the 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 one with foresight first off I I just have to say I I've had luck in rolling those but people who are saying that it's impossible to roll I get you. I feel that that I I think that's one of the more garbage things about about datacrons. If I could shift one thing about datacrons, I don't know for sure if that would be the one thing I fit, but that that's definitely on my list of it's it's frustrating that they wait how rare like the rarities yep. of, of the abilities. I, I think that that's total garbage, and I don't know if this is true for sure for me at least. It's I have not hardly rolled any of the plus. 25% speed level threes either like that that one's been very Wait, mean, very rare for me you mean the speed up one yeah the speed up oh. yeah 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 um i have spent a, a lot of rerolls so i my uh, that's the other thing i wanted to talk about that we didn't have on the conquest agenda good job Sarah. um hey. i've so i agree with you i i think i have three of the four sites on the alt and five on the main account. And I have just gotten to the point because we, we get so many resources for these data crowns. I'll just roll a crown up to three. And if it doesn't have the speed up, I just kind of dismantle it now. Um, and I did with doing that, with doing that, I have the same number and number of level nines, as I did for last conquest and we're only one month into it. I have, and that's on both accounts. Um, I I think I actually have more levels right now than I did on last conquest total. Um, 
like this new this new data ground system it's it's harder to roll the good crons but i think they're giving us access to a ton more crons at the same time like i've I, i'm just rolling in materials at this point good i don't log in enough to be rolling in as many materials but <laughs> that, that's fair you do need to hit the store four times a day um but because you hit the store you get four point Two five wait no you get five you get five million cash per day if you hit every store reset like that adds up so quickly it was to the point where I had to force myself to hit the level one treasure node just to get crons because I didn't need the cash so much yeah I uh, I just cash was still an issue for me because I didn't. Like I said, I don't log in right. enough, but no, it, it is, it is a, a revolutionary thing though, to be able to, to be able to just spend it's yeah, it's, it's pretty fantastic. And actually I, so I did spend a little bit, uh, a few of my crystals on the pack for, yep. for data cash. And there were a couple of times that I actually paid attention to how much I got and it was less than just if I spent 600 crystals to get, I forget, 3 million or whatever. So sometimes yeah. you get, you get significantly less even than, than you're like your 3 million. Yep. So just being able to sometimes get a, a certain number from, from the crystals. Like at, at the end of the day, I, I don't like the data cash pack anymore. Goodbye data cash pack. Oh yeah. I, I, the data cash pack is a thing of, you know history now with the with the current system um which i'm not complaining my crystals are very thankful for that uh yeah yeah i mean i i use i use the shard shop for a lot of stuff it it's so it's it's not necessarily i mean i would use the shard shop currency for gear and stuff but I, I do like the price for it. It's, it's pretty good. So we're we're moving along. I I hope that whatever they do for set eleven, I hope that they'll have a a really good level three, so that people who aren't in, as engaged because right right now, what do you tell people who, who only want to get a bunch of level threes? Like just go for the level one and two stats because the level threes yeah uh, level threes won't hurt you necessarily but they're, they're not gonna like win the match for you necessarily no no they're, they're not not with this set i mean this set is kind of designed to be rolled to at least eight uh, yeah yeah and nothing and nothing wrong with that i oh, honestly yeah. i don't i don't want i don't want to transcendent threes in a row Right, the, I agree. Yeah, the thick cron is just too prevalent right now. It's so bizarre. Sometimes I'll, I'll be playing on my alt or whatever, and I'll be like, "Wow, everyone has a mod or a cron." It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. It's so. I actually, for for the alt, I had to go back this week and uh, level up three more of the old crons. Because I just had ones that weren't leveled. I didn't buy them to be to be clear. Um, right. Because I was running out of dark side, good level threes. Uh, so I I had to 
I actually wasted cat and it shouldn't say wasted because I'm going to use them, but I spent cash and materials on getting three more dark side level threes from the old set. Hmm. Yeah, uh, nothing like 3v3 to make you feel like you don't have enough datacrons. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um but I I've I'm really enjoying this set. Somebody somebody in my guild today said like Oh, set 10 is crap. You know, everyone's just going to use set 9. And man, it's so nice using set 10 and not having a four-minute long fight. Like, having a fight end in an actual reasonable amount of time is an amazing thing. Yeah, you're right about that. It's been these Dickrons. Now, yeah, I'll be, I'll be... I'm up to one more season after this with the Dickrons, and then they, they can go to hell for a little bit. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, the Thickrons compounded with percent defense, the absurdity of plus defense on top of it. Right. Yeah. And and you can roll and you can roll protection in health. Just uh got to be a little much. Yeah. It it still is a little much. Yeah, I'm <laughs> I'm still trying to cope. The this current set though, set 10, it's got it's got some teeth that I didn't really see coming. And yeah. Uh, I I've been noticing I've been noticing a few different things that are just really kind of messing with Ray, for instance, or with the Star Killer uh, counter to Ray in threes oh. at least. I don't know how yeah. fives is going to work, but uh just just like the the speed up, you can speed Ray way up at, just by having Jedi training Ray there for calling yeah. her to an to an assist and. And uh, when she assists, and she gets that speed up, and then she gets her whirlwind off earlier, and she doesn't have any debuffs because she's been called to assist, and it cleanses her, and her whirlwind does double damage compared to what you're normally used to, and immediately kills your Palpatine. Now, in fives, you're typically going to have a Jedi tank there pre-taunting, so you you might be safe from that. Um, I mean, the tank might not be, but who cares about <laughs> who cares about old Ben? Right. <laughs> die old ben you're yeah. there to be sacrificed hey you, yeah hey you lived up to your purpose bud like i wouldn't call that a failure at all <laughs> it's like in it's like in episode two at the very start where they blow yep. up the decoy and the decoy is talking to padme and she's she's saying i'm sorry i failed you senator and and Padme should have just said, no, nah, man, you, you did your job. That was exactly <laughs> what you were there for. <laughs> it's like, nah, you're good. Yeah. You, well done. You did not fail. Thank you. you you're more expendable than I am, certainly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Um. Yeah, no, I've I've noticed. So are there any teams that have surprised you this set? Yeah. Oh, well, so I I don't know. Well, okay. So so the speed set thing, uh, the the other part of it that screws Starkiller potentially is because Starkiller doesn't like it when buffs evaporate on Ray right. on on anyone, but especially on Ray. You'd like to be able to keep shock on everyone, and you'd like to keep stun on people who you've stunned, and. You like to trigger stagger when you want. Like it, it's a whole team revolving around debuffs. It really, really is at the at the center of it. At least count when you're countering Ray, and when you don't get to do that, 
when, when so there's that there's that cron that just says light side characters dispel themselves like all all yeah. the debuffs it yeah. 20, 25% it seems like it's so crap but if you have uh, if it's a it, like in 5v5 even if you have a five man team that all have debuffs and you just have that cron one of them is going to surprise star killer and it's not fun like this is the first time in several seasons that i've even seen ben solo take turns against me <laughs> I, yeah, I just I, I haven't seen that for a long time and i think it's because of this cron so it, it's surprising me and i get to play these things on on multiple accounts and so i i see this as it's it's an issue to to be addressed certainly and and i didn't see it coming when i first read that stuff but it makes sense now to me it's so, so that surprises me and then I'll, I'll, I have another one, but I'll, I'll let you talk about what what surprises what's been surprising you. Um, <laughs> you you know what? It, it's not really surprising per se, because we knew it was going to be decent. But I'm using all my good Jedi on a team that's not with Jedi Knight Revan, and Jedi Knight Revan is just getting but it's Jedi Knight Revan, um, Ayla. And then one character that can give foresight, and that team is just ripping through teams on offense. Um, it's not it's not going through like I'm not using it against Malgus or you know Darth Revan or anything, so it's not hitting the top top end teams. But no. considering it's just like Jedi Knight Revan, Ayla, and Mace, and it it's beating all of the B teams, and I've had a lot of fun using that team in 5v5 that team is going to go on expand a little bit and go on to kill jedi master kenobis but for 3v3 it's cheap and it's killing everything i needed to kill and i've really i've really had a lot of fun with that good yeah that's uh 5v5 is gonna have give give birth to a few really wretched teams i think it but will. they'll make they'll make me feel wretched. I'll I'll hate life so much, or maybe I'll really enjoy it. I mean, it's all off meta stuff, so it's good on some levels. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm I'm really excited. Like Fingus says in chat, the Captain Rex team is baller. Uh, in in threes, it's really good. In fives, it's uh, are are you Phoenix ready for fives? Uh, if I get Captain Rex, <laughs> that's. Yeah, I mean, my full my Phoenix right. are full R five now. Um, I would actually be very interested to see a Rex or a Phoenix team without Rex, but with the good Datacron, uh, like a really good, well as yeah. good as Phoenix can be without Rex team. <laughs> I, right. I kind of think that doesn't exist, frankly. I, I kind of think that's just my wishful thinking, but it would be interesting to see what someone who's taken them all to relic eight and just don't, doesn't want to put Rex in with them for some reason, or just had, don't have, doesn't yeah. have him yet. I want to see what they're like without, without Rex. Yeah. Otherwise, otherwise, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to use Phoenix in fives that that's going to be one of the joys, I think. Uh, Yeah, I, I think, I think it will be. Yeah. That Rex team. So that the, the captain Rex, Here's the thing. It, it's I think it's a gimmick team. Um, you know, every 3v3, this team in the first week comes out that everyone's like, this is so unstoppable. And then by week two, people have figured it out. And I feel like that Captain Rex team is that team this season where 
Like the .gg history is going to come out and everyone's going to be like, oh, okay, that's the one counter. We save our counter for that and there it is. It's a social contract right. team where eventually you realize that Wedge Hanchu counters uh, Fin Fin Po and you just get max banners every time. But right. you set it every time just in case someone is stupid enough not to keep their their Wedge Hanchu. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think that Qui-Gon team actually does counter at least well, I, I've heard two data points so far of people saying they kept Qui-Gon specifically with, with the new cool Foresight Cron. Yeah. Specifically to counter C Rex and that it's worked every time. The thing is you you do kill both Rexes, and then of course that's that forces fives to self-sacrifice. And then you you have to contend with a super rex for a, a minute. But that, that's yeah. not really that much of a problem. Uh, right. So yeah. I, don't, I don't know if that's... I don't know if it's worth giving that team up for defense or whatever. I, I've just been using Basti lead with a Basti Kron. Yep. Beat it, and they do their AoE, and it's scary, and she gives them 400% extra <laughs> protection, and... right. They're just like in their bubble wrap. They're like, did someone just knock? Like they, they don't know. <laughs> they don't know what's happening. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah, I I I think that team. I think it's good. I think you place it. I don't think next week people are going to be nearly as worried about it. Um I hope. I hope. I, we'll see. Um the Qui-Gon team. I've had a lot of fun with on offense. I, I, that man, they just hit so damn hard. And I think actually there's a podcast question asking about is the Qui Gon Kron actually that good? Because the point of Qui Gon is to die. The thing is, when they hit as hard as they do with all the foresight, he survives more often than you would think. I've, I've definitely gotten a couple of 57s or 56s with Qui-Gon this season. Um, that's yeah. So his team isn't surprising. Like that, His team is good to begin with, but the, the way the team is playing out is more of the surprising one. Yeah, okay. So here's the thing, though. So... Uh, uh, he gains so the cron does what he give it gives him mastery or something it gives him extra no, off, offense based off of mastery it gives him uh 5% extra offense for every relic level on the team yeah okay all right so that okay so it is offense then yeah. so the the final clause of his data cron or sorry of of his omicron says when Qui-Gon Jinn is defeated, all allies recover 100% health and protection and gain 400% of Qui-Gon Jinn's offense for two turns. Right. And so you're what you're doing, what like if that, that level nine, it doesn't matter if he's hitting hard. Who cares if he is hitting hard? When he dies, he has all that offense that he's then handing out, and it's just extra damage for the team. Yeah, it, it's that, that level nine is... I mean, it. I don't think that it's a transcending one, because no. it still doesn't work against GLs. But I think it's, I think it's still a very useful one. 
if it's if you're gonna get a cron for that team specifically then try for the level nine if you can get it awesome and it's not right that, that one isn't weighted behind oh this is a rare one or something it's it's something that's fairly easy to get as far as i can tell right yeah um you know what you know which cron has been impossible for me to roll hmm. um the the chopper one i cannot get chopper for the life of me i have more phoenix crowns right now than i know what to do with because i'm trying to roll chopper and i just can't and it's annoying the hell out of me yeah that that is that's a problem yeah um <laughs> this bastard's just just dodging away speaking of the foresight cron um and God, so unfortunately actually not unfortunately thanks to data cache i'm every other day i can roll another level nine like how absurd is this every other day i'm gonna roll a level nine it's pretty good because i have i think i have a thousand of the mark two materials saved so there's going to come a day where i can't do that but for now every every other day i'll get a level nine I love I love these changes so much. Thank you so much, CG. <laughs> um But yeah, I yeah. just I cannot I cannot roll chopper. Just cannot roll chopper. And it's just I haven't give seen me him the, either. Gimme the damn droid, please. Um it's all yeah. I'm asking. Well I, I guess I guess that's the thing is the the phoenix team is gonna be good even if you can't well no you need rex i guess i was gonna say you it's yeah. gonna be good even if you can't get rex then you just do the chopper cron but that that's false because you, you need rex to be relic to be able to to use him at all and right. if you don't have him but yeah it's it's a i would love to have chopper on a different team sometime like to actually have that option and i haven't seen it yet either i haven't specifically tried for it yet but yeah well i mean chopper is the kind of meta phoenix team if you want to kill the gls with this datacron set chopper in 5v5 not 3v3 which is why i don't care too much right now um i mean chopper chopper get in the chopper he's he is the meta um hmm. but i guess i guess i'll be waiting till next conquest for for him hopefully i pray I guess, yeah, it's, um, I don't have any plans for him specifically. I'm, I'm very interested to see. I, I do have an Alacron on both of my accounts that could use it. Yeah, I, I rolled a Jedi Knight Calcron yesterday for my alt account that doesn't have Jedi Knight Cal. It's, it's, it's a filthy cron too, with only crit damage armor pen and one 6% hit of offense. Um, that does sound filthy. I, I I rolled and it rolled Jedi Knight Cal, and I was like, I feel dirty if I re-roll off of this. So I guess I just won't. <laughs> guess I'll just keep it. I I won't have Jedi Knight Cal to use it, but I guess I'm keeping it. Like that's all right. Yeah, I know it's it's funny how how that works. Um, yeah. Um. So 
is it is kind of kind of branching off of datacrons for just a minute. Uh, do you think that because we have the Calcron and it would arc into the three month time span, do you think that or for for Jedi Cal to be re released? Do you think that CG is actually going to adhere to their previously stated uh, th every three months uh, cadence to release a, a legendary? You know, like re-release it for for you know it like Grand Inquisitor specifically was they waited six full months before he came back. Do you think Jedi Cal is going to have that same release cadence or the what we've we're kind of more used to? I well, I think it makes sense to bring him back after three months, um, because people have really had to focus farm. We've had, you know, Leviathan and then now GL Leia with four marquees. I know a lot of people that have switched off Jedi Knight Cal to farm the Leia marquees. Um, I think, I think he comes back in three months and catches a lot of people off guard. Yeah, I, I hope he does. I really hope he does. Maybe like three and a half months, just to make people a little uneasy and grumpy, sure. and and also, and also to give my alt just a tiny bit more time, just in case. <laughs> of course. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Why? Why not well, both reasons? <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> um. Yeah, I think that I think. Um. <laughs> uh, Hopefully, I I hope I do hope that they go back to the three months, three month thing. Um, Me too. I it was a good system, and it's one we've had for quite some time too. Uh, so I, I why I hope they don't kill that. Um, totally agree. And sheepdog, it's it's the end of next month. Would be three months. Yeah, we still we still have a little bit of time for sure. I think yeah. well, we used we used Jedi Cal at the end of last three v three because I remember bagging yes. a few Malguses. Yep. Yeah, he he was the last week of three the last three v three I think. Nice. Um, yeah, that's yeah. I that's that's how I want him to come back. Um, essentially is bring him back in three months i don't it doesn't really kind of matter for my main account but i do think that would be best um I, yeah i i think people would appreciate being able to know what to rely on yeah because people are gonna that like I would I would I'd be like oh yeah I'm gonna spend a little bit to make sure that I'm here up to this point but it takes a while to plan for these things to actually get these things that you need right. and and so it it's not just a matter of I'm gonna knee jerk reaction okay I'm gonna spend all my money to get this character like so sometimes there's packs available for that and sometimes not but a lot of times people would people want to spend on shipments for these for characters that have been released or something right. so that's a little bit cheaper and people are going to do that a lot less if they can't rely on cg releasing them at the right times yes yeah um 
Which is exactly what happened with Grand Inquisitor. I know a lot of people that are gun-shy, essentially, from spending because of that. Yeah, I, I yeah, specifically Grand Inquisitor. I totally agree. So, I, I don't really know what to do with that, other than hope that CG gets off their ass and stops doing stupid crap. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, so, I'm sorry to go to, like, we, we kind of did that tangent. I, I wanted to go back and just say one other uh, Datacron thing about yep. um, the, the other one. So, this surprised me and, and cost me a match. In fact, the one that really surprised me was uh, the Tarful one with with the boost it with the foresight and the ramping yeah. I, I already liked it in theory but when i faced it i just i couldn't believe how thick he was and i i was i was just surprised everyone in the chat was surprised we were all just shocked it killed my uh, yes it's a general skywalker team without rex and fives <laughs> but it still killed a general skywalker team with an echo and arc trooper it, yeah. it killed it killed that team you know so and I lost because of it. That is the exact team I'm using Jedi Knight Revan, Ayla, and Mace on. Um, that, that's the exact team. And Mace reduces their max health. And um, Ayla assists so much and keeps them stun locked. That's the exact team I'm using it on. Nice. Um, and Because I, I set that. I set that team as well on defensive seen it i think i've probably seen that every single round i think not necessarily with the same level six but i think i've seen that team every round it's fair it's a it's a good uh it's a good team it messed messed with me greatly i saved wookies for it i've saved i saved my general skywalker team for it and and then i lost and we all just sit, sat there and shook our heads for a while yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm telling you, Jedi and Revan, Ayla, Mace, fantastic, fantastic against it. Um, I did kind of stumble into that one, but I'm glad. I'm glad I did at the same time. Yeah, man, it's solid. Um, yeah, the the foresight is what really messed with me. I think that that was the thing that was just like, sure, geez, man. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. makes sense. Yeah, I that's and Jedi Knight Revan makes that not because you know he has the locked buff immunity. That's why that's why that team works. Um Right. I am curious when the stats come up on dot GG, what else works against it. Because I've only kind of used the one counter. I'll I'll be interested to see what the secondary counters are going to be. Oh, and I think I think a team like a Jedi Revan with Ayla and stuff. It it sounds expensive, but I, I think that the Wookiee team deserves an extra magnitude of attention. Right. I mean, if it's beating gas, it's a good right. team. It's um, uh, you know, you know what? It's not one team, but one of the things that's surprising me is how difficult defenses are this week without um without the standard typical difficult defenses that we normally have. Um, 
Are, you're saying people have been placing easier defenses against you? Well, no. What I'm saying is, like, it's – like, last night I faced a 2GL defense that legitimately every team took thinking to beat. Like, I had to plan it perfectly, otherwise I wouldn't have cleared. You know, because – there's like the Seer team, then there's the Darth Revan team, then the Malgus team, and then the the Wookiee team, and then a Night Sister team, and like all of these secondary teams that are being placed on defense are much stronger than I think if you go back six months, the secondary teams that were on defense in three v three back then. I would be interested to know because I I think I think six months ago we were dealing with weird turn meter shenanigan stuff with well the six month i'm using is kind of like a you know not an exact just a right yeah i guess Um, i guess my point is like we've had we've had a lot of those kind of crons at different times that affect the meta in in weird ways you're right these teams aren't necessarily faster than the last than the those weird turn meter teams they are certainly just built a lot thicker a lot denser they're a lot tougher to chew through a lot of times and the the turn meter ones i mean i always i always said that there's usually some kind of tool i can use to get around them being faster than me if i if if i'm creative enough i I think that that's that tended to be the case a lot of times i I really i really love those turn meter metas because i play some on defense but then I wouldn't necessarily be constrained that much on offense with them. I mean, right. to a certain point at least. In in this one though, this one is 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 different because yeah, Wookies. What what do you do against a, a, against a bunch of Wookies who you just can't damage? Really, you, they either have right. all, all the foresight or they have the Kron that we've been talking that we were talking about where. They just can't take damage when they have turn meter, or they have the cron that gives them grit. What, what do you do against that? You, you have to throw something impressive at it, and hopefully it works. Hopefully General Skywalker just doesn't crap the bed <laughs> and you lose, you know? Right, right, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I'm I'm really interested to see the .gg data from this week. I, I feel like I say that every week, but it's tr- at the same time, it is completely true. Um, I'm really curious to see some of the teams that are working and some of the teams that haven't been working. Yeah, in some ways, it's kind of sad that the new insights that we're going to event, we're going to instantly have access to information on how some of these some cheaper counters work and sad in just the sense that they're not going to be secrets for the people who are using them anymore that people yeah. are like oh yeah well i i have my way to beat this team it's it's just not a secret in, anymore it's and it's easily to research as opposed to if some random guy in a kyber 2 guild just kills captain rex with a really cheap team and and it works on a mechanical level. It's not just a cheating thing or whatever. Right. Uh, if it actually works, he would kind of have have a good chance of no one discovering that as a counter if he just kept his mouth shut. As sure. opposed to now with insights, we can just see every single person's results in, in a certain matchup. Yeah. Yeah. So, I hear you. 
so it, it's just sad in that regard. That being said, I, I am excited to see what what do people do use against that team. I had a hard enough time against uh is like a what is a C Rex team with Cody and Sar was it Clone Sergeant or something? A record it was Wrecker. <laughs> and uh-huh. And it wasn't a good team. And so I just sent in like Bam Han Chu and it we I barely, barely beat it. It's very, yeah. very close. And as a, against against a team with actual good clones on it, it would have been a lot more difficult. And I, I want to know. I want to know what to do against it. Yeah. Yeah. I, it's, there's, a, there's lots of good things that we need to learn or we're going to hopefully in theory learn what we're going to do against it. Um, yeah, I, I get what you're saying about the inside data, but at the same time, man, I it has relieved so much stress on me. <laughs> like, you know, sometimes you open up the board and you just look at it and you're just like, nah, not tonight. I don't feel like dealing with this. Um, but the inside data makes it much easier for me to actually sit back and be like okay yeah i i don't need to put as much thought into this or as much phone throwing into this um so bring it bring on the the insight data um Uh, and you're right i'm not not really truly complaining about i just that yeah no i get you i get I, i i understand what you're saying um and I and I sort of I I also partially agree with it as well, but at the same time, it makes my life easier, and I'm not going to say no to that. <laughs> well, right. It, it was. Um, it's like the. Uh, it, it's uh, well, it's probably a bad example, so I won't share it. But um, it, it could bring politics into it. But it's it's like. So certain things in your life, you have an opportunity to use it. it it's you, you find out about it and you, you say, well, yeah, I, <laughs> I think I'm against this in principle, but it's available <laughs> and this would actually help my family a whole lot. So why, yeah. why wouldn't I take advantage as well? Uh, you know, I would vote against <laughs> this, but I would, uh, I don't, maybe I'll make use of it as well. Who knows? I just, uh, I, I think that there's a lot of, that this is this is one of them i i use insights too i just right. for, for me i i tend to i like to come up with the counters myself i kind of try to i like to try to figure out the mechanics of it and and figure it out on the spot and that that's part of the joy of you know the off meta approach and when you don't get to do that when insights just say hey you're a moron if you don't take this team you're right there's a certain level right. of stress that that just relieves you that you could just say oh thank goodness i don't have to worry about this anymore and right. yet there's some part of me that feels like that's too cheap that i didn't get there on my own oh <laughs> uh, well t- tell that part of you to get over it um <laughs> and I enjoy try, it <laughs> i try to make him stay in his hole as often as possible <laughs> He does emerge. Uh, he does emerge from time to time, though. <laughs> uh, back, back, back. <laughs> oh, um, yeah. Uh, let's see. 
So uh, I'm just looking through some of the podcast questions real quick. Um, sure. There's a bunch of good ones. Uh, this, especially this one. Uh, which yeah. meta GLs do you think will best scale with Relic 10? Mm, I mean, it depends, of course, what what things they're, they're going to what what thing relic 10 is going to accomplish if sure. if they continue with the theme of relic 9 being a, a more tanky role i think i mean all of them are kind of built to go well with whatever the next relic level is i think as far as scalability though uh, i i want i want to say that lord vader is probably a good candidate for it honestly because especially i mean if you got your whole team to relic 10 that that probably shouldn't happen right away but <laughs> i mean he loves he loves having tons of relics on his team anyways because of the way he ramps but also it i just i always think about lord vader as the guy who he just if i he's the guy who would win a lot more fights if i could have an eight minute clock or something <laughs> Yeah, that's fair. Right? Like like his yeah. challenge his challenge is usually not surviving long enough. It, I mean sometimes sure, but a lot of times his challenge is can he ramp fast enough? And usually the answer is not really, but if you started with a higher threshold of stats, it seems like it's more possible. That that's kind of my thought sure. anyways. What about that? I mean all of them have different arguments, but I'll, what what about you? What would be your first pick? Right. Right. Hands down. Um, you know, everybody likes to crap on Ray. Um, but man, giving her, A, you're going to give her Whirlwind more damage. Um, yeah. B, people are starting to learn, you know, how annoying Thick Ray is with, with this current Datacron set. So get you're going to give her more survivability plus more offense. They, no matter what you get, some stats there um i just think she is so versatile she's literally the the only real gl in the game that is open up to an entire side whether light or in her case light side like i know kylo does stuff for dark side but um meh kind of uh, uh, right, but she just she opens everything up. Playbook says JML. Um, I, I actually so JML was the first one I thought of. I just don't think that they're going to increase his protection again. Um, by that much, like I think Relic Ten on JML will probably give you an extra like five k protection. It's not going to be it's not going to be the stat boost that the last one has. If I had to guess. I, I agree with that. And I also think that Jedi Master Luke doesn't need more damage necessarily. He needs a way to funnel it better. To channel it's, it better. He, he's fun. just so vulnerable to things. I don't know. Well, you know what? I think part of that... Well, yeah. On defense, he is. God, this this week I killed Jedi Master Luke with Reva, and it was, it was a slaughter, too. It wasn't even close. They had a 80% protection crown. And Riva just, just really, Grand Inquisitor just destroyed them because, uh, what's it called Deathmark appeared on Barris, and then Barris was dead. Oops, <laughs> it was yep. 
It was that simple. Oh yeah, I I did the same. I had Inquisitors, and it it just ripped off. I got a fifty-seven yeah. in in like thirty seconds. It was right. It was just kind of sad, and I wasn't just trying to win a speed match or anything. It, <laughs> I was just like, click, okay, yeah. click, okay. Right. Oh, there's 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 Deathmark. Okay, let's target her with Deathmark. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Just yeah, that's disgusting, man. It was really poor guy. <laughs> um. Yeah, God, talk about the new Datacron set. J- JML on defense, so he can be good. It all obviously it all depends what your opponent places. Um, but he he just does so much on offense. Like put him with a Yoda and the stacking offense, and I know most of the damage comes from his coin call obviously but you give Jedi Luger cam like all that stacking offense and they can do some fun things I I've, I really like JML but I agree that he's not he's not as high up as some of the other Jedi or uh, GLs right now yeah I so to your to your point about Ray by the way I I agree she's I, I've said for a while she's one of the best scaling yeah. Galactic Legends because her whirlwind now has a, a way to scale at so so she doesn't just get left behind. She has she she will eventually kind of get left behind because her damage that she gets for her ult will not really scale with five people getting more relic levels that she's facing. Sure. So her ult will be less impactful. But I think for for now, yeah, she I'd love to give her level 10. Um, I think Supreme Leader Kylo is another one that can ramp pretty well. I, I mean, he does ramp well, and the more stats you give him, the the better he does at that. So Yeah. So so the answer is all of them. Um... Uh, Galactic Legends, I, I mean, the thing that makes me laugh is people people say things like, I thought you said the Sith Eternal wasn't good. And I'm like, I... I I say that maybe I'll say things that sound like that a lot. Uh, oh man, he's just kind of worthless without such and such, such and such, whatever. And right, the I think the baseline that people should try try to understand is they're Galactic Legends, and they are all they're the seven best characters in the game. Yeah, at, with, without exception, really. That maybe there's a couple that you would maybe prefer to have or whatever, but in terms of just raw power and strength and and ability to kill the hell out of things that they target i don't think any of them suck there are there are gradients however and some of them i'm much more interested in using right now than others but right and every datacron set changes it as well i mean right now my jml has like an 82 percent datacron uh, an 82 percent protection datacron so i'm not sticking him on defense i'm using him on offense and it is absurd how fast teams die die to him die with bad jedi it's like him ezra plus one and it doesn't matter like they just die um right which is uh which is why which is why relic nine is so important with him anyways and then datacrons can compound yeah it's it's not like he's terrible. None of them are that bad. Relic 10, though, I wouldn't be that excited. I, I just need to see the stats. I wanted to see, I would want to see the, what the stats are. 
which yeah. or if if it just gives a bunch of offense to one character or or to to you know attackers or whatever i just want to see man that's all right um yeah yeah uh but don't don't put you know what's going to be funny actually is if relic 10 actually gets people to put relic 9 on jedi master kenobi yeah yeah, I was thinking that too. In fact, <laughs> well, honestly, it's he's not he's not a terrible target for uh, you rely on him on offense a little more than I think. It, this this Datacron set has made me more interested in his offense, honestly, because he he ramps so nicely. I've been giving him the the uh, foresight one. Yeah, he, he does a lot of foresight, and his damage at the end is kind of just it seems like it's more than what cat is doing in fact if you're killing jabba and he, he ramps really nicely he does um yeah no he's not bad for r9 but he's definitely not at the top of the list <laughs> um in fact i i honestly still don't have him um i wouldn't i wouldn't feel bad about applying it but i I'm not going to. Uh, not anytime soon, at least. Um, yeah, I, yeah, I have, I have Kenobi's relic at seven on my alt, and yeah, even though I tell everyone the minimum you should have a Galactic Legend is eight, I am the most hypocritical ever, and he's been seven for <laughs> at least a year, probably more. That's yeah, fair. He does fine. Um, he's fine. <laughs> he is. I mean, he legitimately is. Out of all the GLs, I think he can handle the lower relics the easiest. I guess one reason you might want to take him to nine a little earlier than than otherwise would be if you, for some reason, really cared about territory battles or something, just to get him access to more waves, I guess. Though, honestly, yeah. I, I don't know how many guilds are out there that are doing more than phase four. Probably right. not many. And you hit the you hit the relic nine section and you're just like, All right, Jedi Master Kenobi, you are going to get fives. You're gonna get General Kenobi. Um how do you feel about another tank? <laughs> like that's right. That's what the, the level nine or the, the R nine planet is like. You're just like uh you you five. You don't have any synergy at all, other than you're all light side. Just, just go do something, um, please. Yeah, uh, I mean that's that's essentially the truth. Well, I think I think the more realistic version is, oh, you have a relic nine Kenobi. Can you donate him? <laughs> that <laughs> yes, fair. <laughs> yep. Um. Yeah. All right, so <laughs> here's, here's a fun podcast question. Do you think the Endor raid Omicron on Scout Trooper will be half priced like Bouchad? Oh man, this one this one's so charged. So many people see this, see, see the Bouch Omicron as highway robbery. 
that that it's the most yeah. offensive thing CG's ever done to to give us an Omicron that we can't really use that much. And I, I don't love that, honestly. I I see it a little bit. I mean, I'm okay. I accept that Omicron's or the Datacron's dust as well. And I I accept that there's a lot of a lot of things that you can upgrade that don't have a lot of use later on that have that do have a ton of use in the moment. I don't think they're going to give us a 10 Omicron discount. I don't think that was really their intent anyways. I think that they were just doing that as a sign of goodwill toward players. Yeah. I, I don't think it was, I don't think their initial thing was, oh, it's only going to be here for a couple of months. So we're going to give the players a, a, a discount. If if that was their intent, they would have just made it 10 as the price Right, the permanent price to me. That's what they would have done because there was still a lot of players who missed it. Frankly, yeah. Um, I will gladly apply another rate Omicron if it's like this one. So, I I do one Java fight. It takes me one minute, and I get the two point seven. It saves me so much stress. Like, I will gladly apply it if it saves me stress. At the same time, I'm not applying it immediately. Um, and I don't expect them to ever give it for 10. Though, I was thinking about when I saw this question come through, I was like, you know, they, it was so popular. Boosh was so popular. If I'm CG, what's the way that I can get people to spend Omicrons? and not have to worry about it. And the answer, quite frankly, would be make this, this raid Omicron good and only worth 10, and you'll get so many people spending on it that wouldn't have spent on it when it was a 20. I was like, you know, the tinfoil hat got put on. I was like, huh, this is brilliant by CG if they do this. Get me to waste more Omicrons, and by waste I mean use it once a week, but feel dirty at the same time. Like that's I could see them I could see them doing it because of how the Boosh reaction was. Yeah, I'd I'd be fine with that. I would I would actually I, I would encourage that. It's it is it can be a kind of an expensive expense if unless it's going to pay for my peace of mind. I think that to me that's that's the bottom line is right. Is this going to significantly reduce the amount of stress and work I have to do to contribute enough. I, I'm very curious to know how how the Omicron's even going to work, considering that the, we're not using the characters that we're bringing. We're using some some of their stuff, uh, some right. of their es essence, I guess. I'd, I will be very interested to see if if it's if it's going to be all right, let's just load up the the five man team that we're using is <laughs> going to be uh, like like Wedge and uh, Moff Gideon, and we'll we'll have uh you know like Leia as as the lead. And like I I don't I'm I'm just really curious to see if we're just gonna have weird mix and match characters for this one or not where you're just trying to get specific stats or abilities to line up the way you want them to or if this if a synergy team will actually have value to be right. played they haven't been forthcoming about it and 
honestly, I'm I'm afraid I'm gonna hate this raid. Frankly, it it seems potentially really dumb. <laughs> it it does. They seem very excited about it. So I'll give them, you know, the the benefit essentially of telling myself that it's gonna be good. I actually I think they did a fantastic job on the crit raid. If I didn't have to play mm-hmm. it every three days, I would love it. Just the frequency that's annoying, and they've already said that they're addressing the frequency with the crate raid, so or with the the Endor raid. So I, you know, I I have high hopes. We'll see if those are are dashed, if you will. I have medium hopes. <laughs> <laughs> I I hope it's great. I hope it's really good. And here, let's let's just start whining about the like. Let's just make it so the CG can't win. Now now that we're only gonna have raids once a week instead of every three days, <laughs> you use I, it less. <laughs> I I'm yeah. We'll we'll use the Omicron less, and I'll look at less practice, so I won't be as effective on running the teams. I won't know as much how to do it. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> I don't actually. I don't want it to be that. Uh-oh. I don't want to be to be at that rate. I I love that fix. I just yeah. Honestly, the uh, those are semi valid arguments that you could make about it, and uh, it's it's pretty silly, I, I guess. Yeah. I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to really fight it. It's just um, yeah. It's yeah. You, you could go either way. P- CG's in a zero win uh situation usually. That's just how it goes. Yep. That they make uh, millions in return, so I suppose that they're okay with it. <laughs> they probably are when they look at the bank account. Um, yeah. All right, let's see. Uh, what are the odds there's an Endor faction for GL Leia? And how much fun would it be if Ewoks were a major part of the team? A major part of Leia's team? Yeah. Honestly, I would be fine with that. Because Ewoks aren't that usable for me in their current state, anyways. But if they're that would just be more characters I could actually use. That I I would be fine with. I I don't care as long as the animations aren't ridiculous. I I, I mean, and probably probably they Nisa, will be. probably Nisa would probably be ha- have to be part of it. So uh, who knows? I, I'm wondering if Leia has some kind of ability called. Part of the tribe, <laughs> where you know that uh, just quoting from that part in episode six, where C three PO says, "Oh, wonderful! We are now part of the tribe, or whatever." Yeah, and, and they're all. I, I wouldn't be too surprised to find that out. I don't. I don't care. I don't have anything against Ewoks. Honestly, I I've always thought they were kind of a fun faction that just couldn't quite do what I would prefer to them to be able to do as a competitive player. So they just didn't get the attention that I would have otherwise given them. I'd be fine with that. What about you? I have zero interest in the Ewoks being on her team. Um, and I also don't think that they will be. Uh, I, right. I, well, and the reason why is, is, Sort of what CG doesn't care about, and that's lore. Um, the Ewoks weren't rebels, uh, and if we right. want, if we want Le- Leia to be kind of a rebel GL, um, 
I don't think the Ewoks can be on it. Yeah, I guess the thing is, we 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 could have a situation where she is a rebel GL and she has galactic or she has rebel synergies, but also has the. I mean, it's it's like C three PO could be Galactic Republic or Rebel or uh, right. Ewok, uh, all three of them. And does he have some droid stuff? Maybe not. I don't. I don't know that that matters that much. But he he can he be. He can be part of of a bunch of different factions, and it is in fact effective in all of them. Right. I wouldn't necessarily mind that. My guess is that if we're doing the Endor escalation event, we will be using Ewoks for that at least. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, hmm. I don't know. I guess we'll see. Not not too much longer before we have to see as well. Um. Yeah, it's all speculation. I I don't I just don't care. We have a we're we're getting this made up character that they haven't given me time to become adjusted to the fact that he's going to be a fairly important character on my roster pretty soon. He'll probably end up at Relic 8 on my main account and maybe on my other accounts too because that's the trend the CG's been doing is really rewarding a lot of relic levels on their the the new Galactic Legend teams. Yeah. I don't we don't know anything about this person. And not that it really matters that much, but he's he's not Star Wars, really. He's just a right. figment of my imagination. Like I, I might prefer having Wicked on the team to that, frankly. <laughs> Fair. Um all right, let's see. Not game-related, but it is podcast-related. In the last podcast, you were mentioning audiobooks. What's the best service or the service you use? Um, This person's specifically interested in getting into Star Wars audiobooks. Um, So, what? which one do you use? As far as I know, the only true... complete like a comprehensive collection of audiobooks out there is going to be on audible through amazon and i know that brandon sanderson's trying to fight that a little bit trying to find some way to to boost some competitors and get turn it into a competitive space but right now if you want star wars ones in my opinion that's audible is going to be the, the place to go yeah i use audible i also use spotify sometimes but audible just makes it too easy um i i would be remiss if i we didn't mention though a lot of libraries actually have audiobook apps um in fact the the library by me uses two completely different apps one's called OneDrive, and i forget what the other one is but you literally take the books out for two weeks um it's like a library just with an audiobook. So if you read the books in less than two weeks, uh, audibly, um, you can you can get a lot of the. They have a lot of Star Wars books too, through uh, the library apps. So yeah. check your local library. That that's a really good point. I I went earlier this year. I went through the Harry Potter books, and I did not yeah. want to pay Audible prices for them. So. Yeah because a lot of them are pretty short. And and so I just uh, I went through the library and I got, I think I ended up having to buy one. The only problem, of course, is you can't get it immediately. Sometimes right. I finish a book and I just want to start the next one. And 
I can't if I want to the library takes longer than instantaneously for most books. I think the there was out of the seven Harry Potter books, I only got well one of them I bought on a, on Audible. So out of those six, only one of them I got when I asked for it. All the other ones I had to wait at least two or three days for. Yeah, the popular books will will be delayed. Um. Uh, but it, yes. Uh, but I I I've read a lot of books that way. Especially like a lot of the if you're going for Star Wars books, if the apps have them, um, that they usually aren't out <laughs> per se. Uh, that's true. That there's, it, I would check it out. Honestly, I think that that's that's a great option just to check out. If you're, I know a lot of people will say the thing that bugs me is when I, I had a friend who I think they just didn't want to read stormlight archive or whatever they didn't want to yeah. actually do it and so they kept saying oh it's not available at the library still still not available i'm yep. like 77th in line for it and my library only has one book and it went on for months and finally i just stopped asking and they never told me they never gave me an up, provided an update and so i'm pretty sure they were just trying to not <laughs> listen because it is a ex- yeah. significant expenditure of time however it is one of the best one of the best series in the whole world also so yeah despite what chippy says chippy just got timed out for demeaning it um oh my gosh i wish that we could time him out for longer than 600 seconds what the hell man (laughs) (laughs) terrible yeah Uh, but uh yeah uh what's my tone um yeah, I the library and unfortunately Audible. Spotify has the books, but if you don't have a deal through Spotify, the books are expensive right now, which is kind of the kind of the kick. So Audible, unfortunately, it is. Um Yeah, Spotify that that's the only place to find three of I guess pretty soon four of the Brandon the, Sanderson's audio. Secret books. projects, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, all right, back to the game, sort of. The last podcast question is, would you ever invite some smaller content creators to the roundtable? The answer is we have. We've invited people to the roundtable before. We have. We we definitely have. Uh, it's been a while since we've yeah. thought, thought to. Honestly, uh, we, have, we have a pretty good crew, pretty big crew, and... Especially, we were kind of hurting for a little bit, it seemed like, because Ando was leaving and, uh, uh, you know, he came back and, it, you know, there was a time period that Calvin was busy for, I don't know how many months in a row. It was probably like two or three years at least that he was busy yeah. every month, so he couldn't be there. Uh, but but lately, it's been, there's been so many people that... It, we all and we're all content creators. We all want we don't like to share the mic necessarily. So inviting mother other people. That being said, maybe we should try to start getting some people on. Um, I'll tell you what. I I don't want to be. I don't have to hunt people down though. That's, that's right. probably the most frustrating thing. So if someone wants to respectfully ask to join, we will consider your application. <laughs> yeah, I I will say we've had people on. I have no problem. I actually. I like 
working with some of the smaller content creators just and sometimes on the round table if you have six people there i already feel like it's hard for me to get everyone involved at all times and so when you start adding people i feel like more people go without saying something for like 20 minutes straight and i don't yeah. it is it's hard to essentially work around that to make sure it doesn't happen because you never want to invite somebody on and then they sit silent for like a half hour like that then i just feel bad i know i'm, I'm like they'll they'll say something oh I've, i gotta go now I'm like, oh shoot you're still here yeah. crap like you haven't said anything for a while now and you're totally right and that that's why i'm like well we'll, we'll consider it i just it is, it is tough because we have, we have a lot of good people on Gambit and we haven't, we haven't even added anyone to the Gambit Alliance for probably over a year at this point. And, right. Uh, it, it's great. We love, we love the people on Gambit. Uh, we love, we love, we've loved having people on with us, frankly, just um, like you say. And, and like I said, too, we don't like sharing the mic that much. So <laughs> third, and you can go for a long period of time without talking. Yes. Yeah. Sometimes it's good. Sometimes you want to. Sometimes it's not by choice. Um, all right. Let's see. That that was all the podcast questions. Um, all right. Yeah. What else? Is there anything else you want to talk about tonight? Oh, I want to know how you did the GAC this week. How how did you do? We haven't. <laughs> We kind of we kind of don't do uh, updates on on GAC every every time, which is fine. But uh, yeah. the, it's kind of fun to get back to our old traditions because we haven't we don't. Th this used to be specifically GAC that that was what we were going to yeah. talk about was GAC, and now we 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 do discuss like the the datacrons are very you know very gac centric there's a there's a lot of things that are but you know we've become a more generalized podcast but i want to hear what how'd, how'd you do this week especially because you don't you don't stream as much lately. yeah i don't get to know what happened <laughs> um i went i went two and one this week i so ironically the loss was on stream i should have i could have won I, sh I shouldn't say i should have won i could have won um I was up against an alliance mate and you know it's a top 100 pod so everybody everybody's good and I just it's the first time in 3v3 that I went up against the night sister team and I forget what I took I think I took Bosk grief mando and they melted very fast to the night sister team so I had one drop and he kind of cheesed the back and that one drop was all all that was needed um, but other other than that, I I came away with two wins. I faced I faced a couple of difficult boards too. Uh, those <laughs> those were faced not on stream, so you're you're welcome, people. Uh, but yeah, I I think what I learned this week is I need to put one more team on defense because I had way way too much on offense, like. Friday night, technically I did my fight Saturday. Uh I didn't use Reva at all. Wasn't used on offense or defense. <laughs> oh, I felt kind of silly with that one. Um non-essential character there. 
<laughs> pretty much. <laughs> like I just I didn't I I I was saving the Inquisitors for the back, and I was like, okay, when I get to the back, you know, just in case they have a Jedi Knight Luke or, or Jedi Master Luke or really any Luke's, um, got back there, there wasn't one hiding, and just every team in the back could be better countered by somebody else. And I was like, huh, I guess I'm not using this team. That's weird. Uh, I know it's always this weird flex of. There's a time I didn't use Jedi Master Luke on right. in a GAC because I sure I could use him, but I wanted to get Max Banners and the team I could use instead of him was going to get me a 57 almost guaranteed. And right. he, I, I could probably drop two or three with him against the team I was facing. So why why should I force it? And people were saying, oh, what a what a flex. I'm, I was, it's not a flex. It's me just being uh, on some level being bad at resource management right and on other levels just we're in a situation where we don't need this galactic legend somehow right yeah <laughs> ron ron brings up in chat uh the the one i did on stream where you know i i kind of count the first batch of every season or every new datacron set as kind of experimentation. And so I took Jedi Knight Luke, Jedi Knight Cal, Hoda against the Malgus team with the new, with the Jedi Knight Cal Datacron. I, I'm kind of frustrated about this. I built the Datacron specifically to stop this Malgus team where it has the, the Jedi, um, you take less damage over 50% turn meter. And you start with, I was starting with protection up and I had Frit Avoid on the Kron. Um, and then we learned fairly early that the, the damage reduction does not apply to max health damage that Malleus or the true damage that Malleus does. And my Jedi Knight Luke got yeeted (laughs) before he took a turn. Oh, geez. Uh, Yeah, that's bad. And then, and then Jedi Knight Cal basically soloed the entire team. Hmm. But so that was, that was a fun one. Yeah, yep. All right. Well, uh, that's this because I was actually I was I've been thinking of that too. I didn't I didn't see that that I, yeah. I wasn't there for that. So it's good to know because I've been considering trying to transition to the same. Uh, the other thing I've been thinking of is trying to just with Jedi Luke and uh Cal just trying to find uh some kind of unobtrusive pretaunt. Yeah, I. I will say I switched back to set whatever it is, set nine. Mm-hmm. And I I beat Malgus's both for the next two fights with set nine, with Jedi Luke, Jedi and Cal Hoda. Yeah, uh, I think I think that works just fine until set nine is gone. Yep, that's what yeah. I've been doing too. Exactly. I even have a Calcron. I was I was excited to use that I I has all this armor pen and I just I think I gave yeah. it to troopers one time. There you go. Let's go. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the Calcron in 5v5 will be. I can't wait to use it. In 3v3, apparently not doing what we want it to be doing. <laughs> yeah, that's disappointing. I, I didn't know that the the true damage that he did would just ignore that bummer. Well, I didn't either until until it happened, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
Um, but I, I ended up winning, so that's that's all that matters. Uh, and then I last night, yeah, last night I did the fight with the thick crown, and I still almost lost Jedi Knight Cal because they leaped Jedi Knight Cal at the start, and I was like, uh, thank God for the thick crown because I just would have lost immediately. Um, but with that said, how did how did your GAC week go? I went I went two and one as well. My first match I lost. Uh, good good player watches watches uh, at least me on on Twitch. Maybe he watches some YouTube stuff too. But a viewer he attacked first and everything, and it went well enough, I guess. I, I guess the the problem was. I thought that I underestimated how effective uh, Saw would do and oh, yeah. or would be. And he, he stunned my Wampa and they killed my Wampa before Wampa could do anything. Yeah, just... I almost I almost lost that fight last night too. Luckily I I came back from the from the stun with Wampa, but yeah, that was not fun. <laughs> yeah, it's it's terrifying, man. And I so I'm in the top 50 group and yep. all, all of my opponents had a million more GP than me, which is something you get into top 50. That's just the reality. Right. Like, everyone has way better mods. Everyone has way better. I just, it's so interesting to feel like my, my professor X account just in a different circumstance. Like I'm, I'm just behind on, on every front. It feels like. And so being able to squeak a couple wins in that 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 feels really nice. Of course, yeah. my 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 first match, uh, there were a couple times like the the Skywalker lost to the Wookies. That was that was uh, that lost me a thing. And then if, if my Wampa hadn't just th- then I so Wampa just died, so I had to back out. And I used Adrad to kill that team, and it was fine. I got fifty seven yeah. from that. So what what ended up happening for me, I guess, was I was able. I, I mean, I. I would have actually the first time I faced that guy, I beat him by three. This time he <laughs> beat me by seventeen. But if I hadn't failed with Wampa and just used Adrad to start with, I would have won by three again. <laughs> so <laughs> that's, that's ironic. <laughs> it is, and I'm not saying I should have won at all. He deserved right. the win. He did really well. Um, I, I will say this week my my number one defensive team was Tuskins with, uh, so the Chieftain and Warrior, and then the Raider with his Omicron. Uh, got yeah. got me holds in two out of my three matches, and I mean I don't know what people are using. I just use I just use Bosk, Grief, and Mando, and it's fairly straightforward. I I'm really hoping though. There was one time that that a warrior almost yeeted my Bosk from start to finish. He was in red. Yeah. He's relic nine. He was in red, and he was able to barely come out of it. If he had been relic eight, he'd have died, and then I would have lost the whole thing. I'm hoping that that's what I did to my opponents. So, I, yeah, I'm excited to see history on that. <laughs> I I've honestly just been using gas for that team. Um, yeah, I no no messing around. I've just I've been using gas on that team. I tried. I I wanted to use use gas there too. Um, but instead, I used them on Wookies, and you know. The team of, that worked out well for you. <laughs> a team, a team of pets beat me, so <laughs> oh. wasn't okay. Uh, 
otherwise, yeah, the the next match I so so he I barely lost. Then the next match I got a twenty seventy. Uh, so so then the guy attacks and his first attack uh, was against my Zam and he he dropped three in there and that's like one third of the points he's allowed to drop. Yeah, and he just didn't attack after that. So. Uh, and then the next one, I was sure I lost because there was there was one. Everything was going okay, and then uh, something went south. I, I lost a fight, and I didn't keep my composure as well as I should have. And I jumped into a fight that I didn't need to, and I used an ill-advised Hux team to try to kill a team, and didn't work. And I was like, "All right, well, I'm pretty sure I lost this." And at, at the end of the day, though, he he dropped enough that I. I actually beat him by 20. So nice. the, the tilt didn't totally screw me this time. But now I was, I was I was like number 34 to start with. And then I dropped all the way to number 100. Because if you lose your first match, you just get dropped a ton. And then I was right. back to it's back to number 54 for the final match. After I won that one, I don't know how I'll end up with at I don't know what. I don't know what number. Probably back to 34. Just go in yeah. an endless, miserable loop. That's, that's the way it works in the system designed to go 500. Um, yeah, I, it's it's a little dumb to me. I'm guessing I won't be higher than 34, but if you go two and one in a week where you start at number 34, it seems to me like you should make some progress. You would think, yeah. yeah. But, but yeah, it's not not at all guaranteed so we'll see we'll see what happens it's not like i really want to be that higher that much higher ranked like it's it's only pain where i'm at it's it's just pain every match <laughs> there's no that's the yeah. worst thing that's what i told people when i lost my first match it, it's it wasn't like i was going to get a weaker opponent in the second match right. it, it, they're all we're in a i'm number i'm running at 30 we're in the group that's 33 to 40 it's just a bunch of just a hard bunch of hardcore dicks, you know? Like they, they need to listen to the end of this podcast. Yes. What they need yes. to do. Yes, they do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's tough, man. They're all really good players. So who knows? Maybe we'll run into TJ. I don't know if he's still here, but you know. Yeah. He's floating around in that area. So yeah, it, it's fine. It's fine. My um my alts are doing great oh I, I think i think my highlight of the, the whole the whole week though was on my little account i have a gear 12 star killer and now he's relic five so this one week was he was gear 12 though and yep. the guy placed ray i hadn't seen anyone place ray for weeks it's been a desert of rays and <laughs> someone placed it and i killed a ray with my gear 12 star killer it felt nice. so yeah i just laughed <laughs> I laughed and laughed. It was it was a good moment. Yeah, really fun. Uh, so that's uh that's basically I, I had a good week for three v three. Yeah, it sounds like it. No complaints. Two and one. It's hard to argue with two and one. Um, you know you know what I found this week. Uh, uh to to go along with. The, the grit on Vandor when he's not with Dash is man, don't place Night Sisters with Marin without Zombie on the team. That's that should be like rule number one that I have gotten from this week. Do not place that team without Zombie because Wampa will kill the team 
if you place it without zombie. Like, doesn't matter the Kron. Doesn't matter. Uh, Wampa, Wampa will just kill it without zombie on the team for the tenacity down. Yeah, I feel like I'm the only person who loses to my sisters. Uh, that, that's the other really crap part about being in the top 50 is everyone just just wends their way through your defense without any fails, hardly. And so, I mean, sometimes they fail pretty hard, depending, but there, there's no just casual losses to things, usually. Right. It's all like, oh, yeah, I guess I would have thought that had a good chance, too, or that, that makes sense that that would have tripped you up or whatever. But, but, I never get good feedbacks on my defense. I was I always feel <laughs> like it's deficient. Really? You yeah. one-shot me? How the hell did you one-shot me? I know I one-shot <laughs> you, but how did you one-shot me? Like it just we all we just piss each other off. It's, it's <laughs> <laughs> oh. Um yeah. All right. With that said, we we hit the over, by the way, with the bet that was in chat early. We we have now officially hit oh, the over. Look at that. Um, so since we hit the over, we can be dicks and just sign off. Uh, <laughs> oh, do we, do we want to say what we've been working on real quick? We could do that if you want. Uh, Not that I have anything that I've been working on really. Yeah, I've I've honestly been hoarding. Like that's I'm waiting to apply the gear to Rex and Nisa. That's it's uh, boring. That's that's all I've done though. So the two, th- two I've done two things. Uh, number one, on my main account, I got Sith Marauder up to Relic Eight. Like that'll matter, but I think it might. <laughs> I think it might in more marginal situations against Executor. So I don't mind it too much. Um, yeah, it, it gave me five thousand extra hit points. So, like hit, hit points, health plus protection. I should say, like two twenty five hundred yeah. of each. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a big deal, man. Um, and then. And then on on my alt on my little account, I just unlocked cat. So I'll I'm excited now. Now I'll have a star killer and I'll have a cat May team, and I'll, I'll be able to counter a lot of galactic legends now. Good, excellent. Yeah, and that's yeah. it, man. Yeah. All right. Well, with that, why why don't we why don't we call it? We've hit over the two hour mark. Sure, um, so yeah, thanks. Thank you to everyone for joining us. It's always good to see you all. Um, yeah, yeah, guys, don't uh, don't be dicks. Yeah, and remember, evil evil does suck. Never forget that. Words we could live by. <laughs>